Yo, 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 Coach B back in the building, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode, Man Cave Podcast with Coach B, that's right, we back, we back, we back, Man Cave Podcast with Coach B, how y'all doing out there today, listen, how are y'all doing, cause it's Friday, it's Friday, thank you. God is Friday. Hey, thank God it's Friday. Come on. Thank God it's Friday. It's my Friday dance. My Friday dance. My Friday dance. My Friday dance. My Friday. Anybody else out there just happy that they made it to the weekend? It's the weekend, baby. Listen, 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 I want to welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Man Cave Podcast. I am your host, I am the voice behind the microphone, Coach B, and I want to welcome you this Friday evening to another fabulous episode, and like I was saying earlier, for those that are just coming on, thank God it's Friday, hey, thank God. God, it's Friday. Hey, thank God, it's Friday. That's my Friday dance, y'all. My Friday dance. Uh, 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 uh. For those that are going to be listening, you know, for those that are on Facebook Live, you can see my dance. But for those that just can hear it, I need you to get the visual of me getting, uh, 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 because it's Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Good evening, everyone. I want to welcome everybody to the Man Cave Podcast with Coach B. I am again your host, Coach B, Coach Kevin Boudreaux, and I am super excited about tonight's episode. Yep. Check the shirt. Check the shirt. Check the shirt. Check the shirt. Yes, 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 yes. Giving up for a fabulous, fabulous weekend. A huge, huge weekend for me and my family. A huge, huge weekend for a lot of other people as people are preparing for graduations and proms and fantastic stuff that are going on. Plus, this is Memorial Day's weekend, so a lot of people are going to be off this Memorial Day. So you don't have just a regular weekend, but some of you have a three-day weekend. And some of you who were off today actually have a four-day weekend. And I'm so glad that you're kicking off your holiday weekend with me, Coach B, for another fabulous episode of Man K Podcast with Coach B. We're going to dive right into tonight's show. I want to thank you guys for joining us. I want to thank everyone that has tuned in and watched the two previous episodes. That's right. This is episode number three. We're moving right along, and it feels like just yesterday that um, I was I was really just kind of talking, and I was doing the behind-the-scenes work, and I was doing the preparation, and I was gearing up and getting the sound equipment and the lights and I was doing the logo and doing the banner and before you know it at the blink of an eye we are already on episode number three yeah 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 but I thank you I thank you I thank you we're gonna dive in uh 
to tonight's show. Uh, tonight's show, I want to uh, kind of lay the, found, the foundation of the groundwork of tonight's show. Today is May 26th. Yesterday was May 25th. Uh, three years ago yesterday, the world saw something that although it was not uh, unheard of, although what we saw was not unheard of, but the fact that it was captured, the way that it was captured, kind of took the world by storm. Uh, and then for those that may not know who don't know what my topic is tonight, tonight my topic is George Floyd, three years later. It was three years yesterday that uh, the, the, the situation, I don't want to call it an incident, but the tragic uh, affair that took place with the late George Floyd, uh, gentlemen, had got the police called on him in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota behind a fake $20 bill or something and police came, uh, you know, situation took place and an officer by the name of Derek Chauvin uh, threw uh, Mr. Floyd down to the ground and placed his knee in the neck of one Mr. George Floyd for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Now, if I can be honest with you, in 2020, I did not watch the video. I never saw the, it wasn't until maybe about a year ago that I actually saw the full video of what transpired with one George Floyd. And we think that eight minutes and 46 seconds is a long time. And technically, it's not that we just think that it's a long time. It's a real long time. And for someone to place their knee on a person's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds you know, on live TV, you know, now some, this, you know, this was something that people was there. This is not something that there weren't witnesses. This is not something that, you know, no one around. This was like in the broad daylight. It was in the heat of the day. You know, people began to kind of pull out their cell phones and people began to start recording. And even with people recording, even with people begging and pleading, even with people crying out, asking the officer to take his knee off the neck of one George Floyd, he continued to even to continue to leave his knee up on his neck for over eight minutes and 46 seconds. And uh, eventually, unfortunately, uh, George Floyd died. He died. And uh, George Floyd was a native, although the incident took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, George Floyd was a native Houstonian. He was, uh, he went to Jack Yates High School, born and raised, you know, on the south side, Houston, Texas, very popular. A lot of people knew him, you know, a lot of people knew him just period. You know, he had like NBA friends and different people that he knew. So he wasn't just, you know, some homeless person or somebody that, you know, uh, nobody knew. You know, he had a daughter, a couple of kids, you know what I'm saying? A girlfriend. I mean, you know, he, hey, a man just like you, just like me, you know what I'm saying? But on this day. You know, three years ago, May 25th, um, he lost his life because of an officer that decided to place his knee upon his neck. And that's been three years. And tonight's show, you know, I wanted to kind of just talk about what has taken place since or, or, or what has been done since. You know, we... we Three years later, that's that's 36 months, you know, have things changed, have things gotten worse, have things gotten better, you know, have things, you know, society have, you know, what, 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 what has taken place? It's been three years, you know, and the fact that this situation of a black man 
who lost his life in the hands of a police officer, you know, has what has taken place, you know, what transpired after that, you know, what take what was it about this situation that captured the nation? Because you got to understand, May 25th, 2020, the nation was also caught up in a pandemic that nobody really understood. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody had any recollection of what was going to take place. Nobody didn't know if the world was coming to an end. Nobody didn't know, you know, if that was going to be a, 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 some type of shot or something that we can take, some type of vaccine, if there was going to be some type of medicine that we can take. What was going on? It was a lot of things going on. We had a, a president in office that was saying whatever he wanted to say, do whatever he wanted to do. You know, it was a, just a lot of different things going on. But this situation literally captured the world from, you know, not just here in the United States, but, you know, Australia and London and England and Africa and, I mean, China. I mean, you saw... It being, you know, talked about all over the country, you know, and I just want to kind of just kind of talk about it. And, you know, where are we now? Now that it's been three years, we three years later, you know, George Floyd, what what's going on now? You know, and, and, and I reached out before I, I have a special guest that I'm going to bring on tonight. But and, and I want to just kind of put this disclaimer that this show tonight is not about trying to bash law enforcement. Okay. This show tonight is not about trying to turn the world against law enforcement. Okay. I personally know a lot of different law enforcement officers from HPD, from sheriff officers, from school districts, from Metro police from, I mean, different, different. I know, and they're black, they're white, they're Asian, they're Hispanic, they're, I mean, a bunch of different ethnicities. So this show, this show tonight has nothing to do with trying to slam police officers or law enforcement. That's not what this is about. That's not what I'm about. You know, I'm not uh, no big politician or, you know, no radical or anything like that. That's not what this is about. That's not what, what, what my show is about. That's not what I'm about. And people that know me know that, you know. Uh, but I, I had a chance to just kind of talk to some other law enforcement officers about this situation. And before I bring my guest on, I want to just kind of share with you some of the comments. You know, they wish not to, uh, to be on the show, and I understood why, you know what I'm saying, but they still wanted to make sure that I allowed them to say, you know what I'm saying, say how they feel, you know, one person said, uh, the George Floyd situation was just that, it was a murder, Derek Chauvin was murder. he was a murderer, he had, he had a pension for being in control. His power got the best of him while he was in authority. In his badge and in the color of his skin, a deadly combination. He said, the day an officer is sworn in and given their oath to serve and protect only after the areas of town and the people who live there get the love from the police in this country. Even in those communities, the police is a part of them because the majority have the same skin tone. While police gets, while police, white police get let, wait, excuse me, white police gets the police their own, as well as everybody else in which they come down harder on certain people. That was one person's, you know, take on the entire situation. And then uh, I got another one. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I know quite a few different law enforcement and they, you know, hey, I just kind of shot the question with just kind of small talk, chit-chatting. And then one of them, I asked one, 
I said, you know, how do you feel about the verdict? Once the, once the police officers was arrested and we went to trial and we went to court, you know, how did you feel? You know, as a law enforcement officer, as someone that's called to protect and serve, someone that puts their badge on, someone who puts their life on the line every day, you know what I'm saying? How did you feel about the verdict? And they said the verdict was correct, but the sentencing and charges were not. Chauvin should have been charged with first-degree murder and given life without parole or the death penalty. The other guys should have been charged with manslaughter when police commit crimes they get slapped on the wrist. Charges and sentences should it not fit the crime that commit that's committed. Saying, you know, they did what they did, they should be charged as so. Then this person says, I bet if the shoe was on the other foot, the courts would have thrown the book at George Floyd, saying that if George Floyd would have placed his knee on the neck of Officer Derrick, you know, things would have been different. He says, the verdict and sentencing is done too little too late, but at least it was done to a please society because of all of the uproar. See, this, I think that no one, no one, no one saw the video. Well, I can't say no one, because that's not true. Because some people thought that Officer Chauvin acted properly. Some people thought that what he did was by the book. Some people thought that you know, he, they saw no crime. He shouldn't be arrested. You know, he should be, he shouldn't have never got convicted. He shouldn't have lost his job. You know, anything like that. He was apprehending someone that was a possible threat to the area, a possible threat to the community. You know, that's what some people feel. I'm not saying that that's how I felt, but that's how some people feel, felt. So, um, but for the majority of the people, to actually sit and watch someone place their neck, their knee on someone's neck, and they're grasping for air. They're asking to please get your knee off my neck. You have people around you saying the same thing. You're saying you can't breathe. You're saying you can't. You're about to pass out. Then he begins, you know, and I'm talking about uh, George Floyd. He begins to call his mama. You know, and I think for me, that's when it really kind of like, man, when I finally got a chance to watch the video and to hear him call his mama and then to understand the backstory of his mama actually being deceased, you know, and even at a, at a, even with his mom being a deceased, he still called on her, you know, he still called on her and, 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 and that I think hit me like completely, completely, completely different. You know, it, I mean, it just, it just ripped me. It tore, it just tore me apart. It really did. But we want to talk about this tonight. I got a special guest that I'm going to bring on. I do believe that he is on the live already. I just need to find him and I just need to bring him on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There we go. There we go. I just need to special my special guest on for tonight. We're adding him again. This is the Man Cave Podcast with Coach B. I thank you guys so very much for joining in today. Three years later, since the George Floyd situation. Three years later. There he is. There he is. Facebook fam. I want to introduce to some and present to others, Corporal J. Tyrone Carmier. I am going to kind of give you a little bit of his bio, and then I'm going to share some personal stuff that I know about uh, J. Tyrone. If y'all just give me a second to just kind of read a little bit of his bio. A man of God ministering his word. He's actually a minister. He's a minister of the gospel, a humble servant. He's a husband, a father, a grandfather, and a family man. He's a mentor who has a passion for reaching out to the younger generation of young kings. He's a friend's friend. He's fifth ward bred, 
for godly lead. Come on, man. Fifth Ward lead. He fifth Ward bread for godly lead. That's right. Growing up in the bottom of Fifth Ward, Texas. Soon to be 50 years old with 19 years of service in law enforcement. Just a simple man that wants to please God. Corporal J. Tyrone Carmel, my brother. How you doing, man? I'm fine. Thank you, my brother, for having me. Good, good, man. I'm so glad that you joined us tonight. So glad to have you on. It is an honor. It is a privilege. It is a blessing. I thank you so very much. I know that this subject, this title of mine tonight can be a kind of iffy subject. It can be kind of, you know, touchy for a lot of people. And and like I was telling before, you know, at the at the beginning of the show, listen, I'm not here to bash. I'm not here to ridicule. I'm not here to call out. I'm not here to try to denounce, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't be who I was, you know, as a mentor to so many young men, as a life coach to, 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 to men, you know, and not to mention being a black man myself, you know, if, if I did not with the with the platform that I have, with this podcast that I have, with this with this 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 crowd that I have, allow yesterday with the third year anniversary to just bypass and not and I just not take out the time to at least address it, to at least touch on it, to at least talk about it. So I want to honor and say thank you so much, my brother, for coming on the show tonight. Uh, it's a privilege. It's a privilege just to be here. And uh, I want to thank you uh, for doing the work of the Lord. First off, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. He gave you a, He gave you the vision. Yeah. And you, you and you actually living it out. And uh, I followed you. If you don't know, I followed you, uh, and I I saw nothing but positive growth. And I can continue to see positive growth and the things that you do in, in your community, in your church. And, and it's just an honor just to see another man of God come from the upbringing that we came from. Yes, sir. The bottom. Yes, sir. Kennedy place. Yes, sir. The way that we live. Yeah. Uh, and we talking about humble beginnings. Right. That's right. Very much humble beginnings. That's right. And just to see you, and where you're landed, and not just landing, but even to where you're going, yeah. even yeah. in the, the distant future. Uh, and I, I just applaud you, and just stay focused, stay grounded, and just continue to be a, a positive, uplifting figure that men and women can just gravitate to. Yeah, I thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, I tell people all the time, uh, T, I tell people all the time, you know, Drake came out with that song, started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. I'm like, no, some of us actually really did start from the bottom, not like for real. Right. I don't know if you even know that that's an area, of, that's area. a part of Fifth Ward, Fifth that's Ward. a part of the city of Houston, the landmark right. of, of being the, from the bottom, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and actually saying that you started from the bottom, now you're here, you know. We and, actually and we had, started from the bottom. We had to change, right. we had to change what people thought about people from fifth ward come on you either gonna you either gonna be a, a drug dealer you was either gonna be a gang banger you was either gonna be uh either in prison or you was gonna be dead and look how many great people that we know that grew up in the bottoms killer court kennedy place yeah. that are like you said now men of women of god yeah. as well as yeah. police officers yeah. And I and I heard you earlier, man. There are several uh, people just from Kennedy Place alone that I can name that are actually police officers. Wow. No, and no, we didn't have, we didn't grow up and want to be police officers. We had other aspirations. That's right. That's right. But God. That's right. But God. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. But again, man, we gonna we gonna dive in to tonight's show, and we just gonna tap on a little bit. T, I want to ask you, you know, kind of about the situation and the George Floyd uh, and when it took place, you know, in the midst of a global pandemic, you know, stuff being shut down, businesses being taken off, 
people being overworked, people being underworked, you know, me being in the healthcare, you know, I mean, we watching people literally die. We watching people gasping for breath. We watching family members on the outside looking at their family members, you know, dying. And, and it, it, it was the, the, the entire nation just, you know, just in disarray, you know? And I wanted to ask you, with the uncertainty and the anxiety of the, of the uh, pandemic, COVID, how much of that do you think could have played in what took place with George Floyd? That's, that's kind of hard because for, first off, I'm always going to speak biblically first. Right. Before I'm, before I'm going to speak law enforcement first. Right. God, to me, God sent send plagues mm. to his people but closer to him. And that, that pandemic that was brought up, the COVID pandemic, mm -hmm. when family members were stuck in a house together, that's that was that was a purpose for that. And Come that on. purpose was should have been making family strong. Right. Where right. there are, where there's a lost one in the family, the family comes together and your family at that time is everybody that's under your roof Here. living under that roof that's your family whether Here. you got first cousins whether you got neighbors or anything that's your family that's under that roof so right. everybody should have been building a, a, a stronger family bond of love and support for one another mm -hmm. not just trying to get these kids back to, and being being mad and upset because the schools are shut down and you know you don't have enough food to send the kids uh, or feed the kids. They need to be back in school. Right. No, you need to be back in that word, reading, reading the word of God, doing what you need to do to tell your kids, I love mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. teaching them at home. Right. So if you can't go to school, let's, let's try, let's do some, some multiplication. Let's do some old school learning. Let's yeah. do some old yeah. school. Come on. Let's, Come let's on. watch some TV. Look at the news. Do something. But as a family unit. Family time. Yeah, because that should make it the family bond grow and grow and grow to be more loving, not to just rush them out. And, oh, I'm sick and tired of seeing this person face. No, you should be wanting to see this person every day, every second, every hour, because that's probably what was God's intention for in the first place is to bring the family close together. But on the right. other side, for people that are not spiritual mm -hmm. um, and saw that, that this COVID situation in the George Floyd situation, uh, it's something that had to have had to happen mm -hmm. because because of the pandemic and the things that was, was happening, that was going to be an uproar regardless. Mm -hmm. That, that that they they say there's death comes before the destruction, and pride follows. George Floyd's death captivated the world, and it captivated yeah. the world because of a pandemic that was happening. And, and with the advent of social media, everybody's taking videos and pictures and live feed and everything. If they say reach one to teach one, That's but if you got if if you got a hundred a hundred followers and one of your followers got a thousand followers it keep multiplying and you're sending it out then a whole world of seeing hey man what's going on over there in america we're right. forgetting about we're forgetting about what happened in wuhan china with the with the COVID uh how it all started now we're back over here in america with what the police doing to this black man right 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 so right. now we have to see you know some sometimes you have to you have to thank god for the pandemic, because if yeah. not, we, we don't know what would have happened. Yeah, 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 man, man, that's a that's a that's a different perspective that you know. And I I, I think about you know how you say you know there was it was locked down and it should have been you know family time and family should have been coming together you know husbands and wives coming together with children coming together and you being in law law enforcement can attest to this mm -hmm. you know domestic violent cases. Was through the roof. Was on. 
during, during the, the lockdown of pandemic. Husband and wives, you know, couldn't get along and husband fighting on wives or wives fighting on husbands. So, you know, it was actually the opposite of what you're saying should have been taking place. It was the actual opposite, you know, 911 calls. He's jumping on me. He's, you know, she's fighting me. She's pulled the gun on me. He, I mean, it's just, it right. was the complete opposite. And I think that that's the sad part that even in the midst of a global pandemic, you know, when it comes to our households, that couldn't bring us closer no, together, you know? No, no, you, you, it did. And, and it's a shame that it couldn't. Yeah. And you're right, man. The, the, the amount of, uh, call volumes that came through 911 dispatch, no matter what area you live that in the world, that should have not been that many mm -hmm. uh, family violence, uh, family disturbance, any type of aggravated assault of family members, things that should not have gone on. Mm -hmm. uh, but it did. Why? Yeah. Right. We don't know the minds of, of the people. Right. We, we're not, we, I'm not going to speak for the people that did those things to their husbands Correct. or to their wives Correct. or to their children. Yeah. We just well, don't know. Uh, there shouldn't be nothing in this world that should make you, you go that insane to harm your children, mm -hmm. your husband, mm -hmm. or your wife because wow. you have to be stuck inside of a house with them 24-7. Right. Wow. Wow. And that's not just you speaking uh, as a law enforcement officer. That's just you speaking, number one, as a man, and number two, as a man of God. You know right. what I'm saying? What you just touched on, that it shouldn't be anything that will drive you, you know, to do something like that during a time when it's as dark as it is and all we have is each other, Yeah, you know? And so, you have to find where's, where's the light in this darkness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some kind of way, man. You have to be able to find the crack in the in the door. You know, you have to be able. I mean, it don't have to be a big red light, but some type of little peep, some type mm -hmm. of little crack, some type of little something that can give you like, okay, there's the light right there. Okay, that's the light that I've been looking for. You know, right. man. We can talk about this. You know, we can talk about this all day. But I'm a. I want to get back to uh, the topic on tonight. You know, yes, ask sir. a couple of more questions if that's okay. Go ahead. You, know, you, you and it. I, you and I live in the state of Texas. Right. You know, the state of Texas gun laws are a lot different from, you know, some other states. You know, uh, how is that working for us? as residents of the state or is that working against us as residents of the state you know with these relaxed gun laws that we have these new gun permits and people can you know have a gun and and people just walking into schools and doing this and doing that and i mean it just seemed like it's more easier for people now to grab a gun than it is to grab a noodle off the shelf or to grab a bag of chips from the corner store. It just seems like it's real, real easy. Like you can wake up out of your sleep and be able to grab a gun, you know. Right. But but and I'm I'm just trying to as 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 residents of in of this state, you know, and I get it to bear arms to protect, you know, your household and this and that. But is it helping or is it hurting? Well, what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Turn on your TV at five or six o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. What What is the first thing you do? You didn't. You seen it? Somebody then got shot and killed. Right. On the south side, northeast side, northwest side. Yeah. That's every day. And yeah. the, the the thing about that is, is in in America, we have more guns than we have people. That's. So wait, 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 wait. Can you? say that again in america we have more guns than we have people wow. that's that's let's just say on average we got let's say 150 million people just just throwing out the ballpark yeah just, just ballpark. throwing just, out the ballpark right right, right. 
but you have that's 150 million people is a lot of people that's a lot but of people it, but if you look at it just just say each, each person has two guns that's 300 million guns but we there's a whole lot more than that because you got some people that got four or five guns you got some people that got 20 you got some of them that have over 100 guns right right that's right sure. but in in the state of texas you you are correct we our gun laws are so relaxed mm -hmm. and it's it's not a good thing mm -hmm. it's not a good thing it's uh, I, you don't want to say the wrong. Well, I don't want of to course, say the yeah. wrong thing. Right. Uh, That's right. That's right. As, That's as a police, as a, as a police officer, mm -hmm. you, you know, you, you most most officers now are just as afraid as most civilians are because of uh, civilians carrying these guns, uh, and we're not just talking about just handguns. They're walking around with AR-15s and things of that nature. Correct. And, Correct. You know that's the, an AR-15. What do you really need that for? Right. That's right. that's not an everyday gun. Right. And you're right. walking around with that type of gun, but that there is that's up for legislation to 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 make better choices on or make other choices on right. as far as how you carry. Because here it is in the state of Texas, we all we have that twenty-one year old thing. You mm -hmm. got to be twenty-one years old to buy alcohol. You got to have be twenty-one years old to buy nicotine or tobacco products. Mm -hmm. You got to get wow. be twenty-one years old to get the standard driving license. But not, but not to carry a weapon wow and i'm not talking about a handgun because they want you to be 21 years old to get a handgun but you can be 18 to have shotgun wow or a rifle look here man man dangerous so it's, dangerous society now this, this is now is this why you would say that you know because and, and and we're still talking about the George Floyd thing. Right. Because if you think about it, the George, you know, the George Floyd incident took place right in the midst of a presidential uh, election. You know, that was one that was a Democrat running against a Republican. You know, and it just seemed like both of them was able to key in on the George Floyd situation as a point, whether you was for it or whether you was against it. You know, and trying to curb it or something like that. And that caused a lot of people to 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 step out and 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 waves and big numbers to vote for the for the president election. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But 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 you think that it needs to start, like you say, from the legislative. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we we show up for the big, you know, president election. But what about your state elections? What about right. you know what I'm saying? Your county election or your city election? election. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. You, you, you know what? You do have you, to take you know? care home first. Ooh. You have to take care of home first. You take and care of your even with voting. Even with voting, you take care of home first. Uh, you got to get out there on your, in your midterm elections, and just don't vote on a person because this person is a part of this party or part of that party. Right. I don't honestly. I don't vote Democrat. I don't vote Republican. Mm -hmm. I vote for the best candidate. And I and I and I also do it biblically, and I right. I do a lot of praying on the candidate, right. whether he's Democrat or she's Republican. It doesn't matter to me. I do was I vote what's uh, biblically right, and I vote for what's right for the people. And in this time, a lot of people vote because of the political affiliation of what they believe in, and mm -hmm. they, it, they don't. don't care about that person's background wow. they don't care wow. about that person's character they just care about that person's political party right. and political <laughs> affiliations yeah and and yeah. that that person can have the most dirtiest secret past or character that there is and they'll still vote that person in because of the party he or she represents 
and that's not that's not good man it's, that's, man that's that's not, it's, it's not it's not it. gonna help because when you when you vote those type of people in and mm-hmm. there's type of control you get you get certain laws that you're not gonna agree with period period it, that's just a part of it that's just a part of it. man this is so good man i want to ask you uh just a couple of more questions go ahead um, you got Tom, you know uh what do you think what was it because i, I spoke earlier about how the george floyd situation how global and big it was you know how when people began to rot i mean not ride but when people began to protest and people began to take a stand and people began to take a knee and people i mean that wasn't just in texas where george floyd was born and raised that wasn't All over the world. what george floyd died that wasn't just in california that wasn't just in washington but i'm talking korea you know, I'm talking Japan, I'm talking China, I'm talking, you know, Australia, I'm talking, you know what I'm saying, these countries that you didn't even think, you know what I'm saying, would even be paying attention, but they was like protesting, and they was having signs, and they was, you know what I'm saying, taking a knee, and they were saying it was time to for a change, and they were, why do you think that it was the George Floyd case that made it so such a global, you know what I'm saying, a global movement. Because it was, it was done live. It was done live and people were actually able to see it. But also uh, people actually had remorse. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And sympathy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For, for that man. And it, it, it brought, it brought people together. It wasn't just a minority thing. That's right. It was. That's right. It was people that. It was people that had compassion. It was yeah. a compassion yeah. thing. Yeah. And if yeah. you look across the world, uh, different countries, every country that that's going to be a minority group in every country you go mm-hmm. to. But mm-hmm. it brought those minority groups, whether the color of their skin, the. the the shape of their eyes, the bend of their nose, whatever type, whatever they had going on, it brought people together and they saw things from the same lens at that same time. Because you and I both know, we can show a a video to 100 people. Right. And 100 people gonna come out with certain aspects of that video and not see the same thing. That's true. And so, in that video, nothing changed, but the things that change is what comes out of people's mouths about what they saw. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, and I I think that for me, it, the fact that it and again, when you saw protesting, you know, you saw protesting from kids, you know, you saw protesting from Asians. You saw protesting from, you know, uh, whites and Hispanics and Asians and Middle Easterns. And I mean, it was just like a rainbow of people, you know, coming together like, man, enough is enough. Like, this was just too much, you know. Uh, I want to ask you one more question, Tyrone, before you leave, if I could. You know, you and I are both uh, mentors when it comes to young men. You know, right. when it comes to young boys, and and when the Tyree Nichols situation took place, I had a chance to sit down and talk to some mothers of sons. You know, we 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 mentor young men, and a lot of our young the young men that we mentor, we life coach. You know, we they 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 come from single parent homes. You know, and I was I was I was having a meeting with some some single parent mothers, and and one of them said, "Coach, I want to ask you a question." And I saw the frustration in her in her face as she was preparing to ask me the question. I said, "You know, go ahead." And she said, "You know, we tell our sons to obey the law, to obey the police officers, 
You, they get behind you. They tell you don't move, don't move. They tell you put your hands on the sternum wheel. You put your hands on the sternum wheel. They tell you, you know, to don't don't reach down. You don't reach down. Keep your hand right, ten and, and two. Don't move. You know what I'm saying? Just boom. She said, you do all that. You tell them to do all that because at the end of the day, we want them to come home. She said, coach, and we tell them to do that. And what? How are we supposed to feel? When we tell them to do that, and they do that, and they still don't make it home, that they do everything that the police officer tells them to do, and they still don't make it home. How can we assure mom some kind of way that when they say, baby, I'll see you later, be careful, that they're actually going to see their sons later? You know, you know, man. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, it's it's hard for it's it's devastating. Hard, yeah, yeah. Uh, be, because we live in a world of of uncertainty. Uh, it's especially in in this time where uh, of, of policing, everybody's on the edge. Uh, right. But I've I've always told police officers, here's my here's my here's my take. Mm-hmm. When when I'm when I'm teaching certain classes, mm-hmm. and and I know I I go through the list of people that's in my classes that I teach, and these are police officers that I teach for in training, and I and I look at their ages, and if, one of the first questions that I ask is, raise your hand if you've ever been into a fight, and let's say mm-hmm. I have twenty five police officers there, mm-hmm. and and I may have about two or three that's in there. Mm-hmm. That have raised their hand. You know the age of those two or three that been into a fight. What is it? Their ages are going to be at least thirty-seven and up. Every or let's say thirty-five and up. Majority yeah. of the ones that are under the age of thirty-five, because never of how society is, never been into in a fight. And they ask me, "Why do I always ask that question?" Mm-hmm. And the first thing I say is because if you ever been in a fight. What is the first thing that you do? You back up and put your deuce up to protect your face. Mm-hmm. Most people that have never been in a fight, they have that OS moment. And what they do is back up and they pull and reach for their gun first. Because they've never been hit in their face to cover up their face. They get that old scared moment, back up and pull out first. That OS moment. Jesus. Right. So you you can't have that OS moment on every traffic stop. You can't have that OS moment on every person that you see. Oh, you can't because if you have that, then you need to go back and evaluate yourself and see why are you actually a police officer? Wow. Because you wow. you cannot just do that. Wow. And and I I know for mothers, especially minority. I don't want to just say black mothers. I want to just say minority mothers. And I think even 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 to even to the Caucasian mothers that lost their son because of, you know, uh some of the police officers that have that OS moment. Correct. Uh, You can teach your children. You can teach your sons everything possible. But you don't know what type of police officer your your son or your daughter even right. is going to come That's across right. to whatever city, whatever state. You One thing that we can do is pray because you don't know what type of police officer you're going to receive. You don't know if you're going to get a police officer that's going to do everything right. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to get a police officer that is just afraid of a cat running across his foot. You don't know if you're going to get a police officer that just had an argument with his wife. You know, a lot of things come into play when doing those traffic stops and or even when you're at a uh, going to a residence for a call. Things Mm -hmm. things take uh, comes into play, but Mm -hmm. you don't know what going on in the mind of that police officer that that police officer are actually either going to be stand up or he's going to be afraid 
in in this in this this day and time you cannot you can't always be afraid because people look to, to you to be the one that we need to look up to exactly and i can't exactly. look up to you if you being the one to have a os moment every time you see somebody oh that os moment man that's good that is phenomenal no man listen y'all do me a favor can y'all please 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 help me thank corporal j tyrone for joining us tonight can y'all please Anytime, man, you need me, man, just reach out to me. I'm, I'm here for you, man. I, like I said, man, uh, I just don't, I just don't do this, uh, just because I do it because of, you know, the passion that I have, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'd rather be a gatekeeper in this house. I, I, I didn't want to be a cop, uh, but it, to me, it, it, it was a calling. Come on, calling ministering to His Word. Yeah, and being a police officer is a, is a calling that oh, that God placed on my on my life and in my heart. And anytime you need me for anything, man, yeah. I'm there. Thank you. If you if I'm you want good. me to be another guest for any type of episode that you yeah. have. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm now. If some, like I said, hey, if some of your uh, guests or your people here that's live, uh, like want to learn how to shoot, hey, reach out to me. I like to go to the gun range. Like that. I like to teach people how to shoot. I love. Uh, that's good. Uh, but but uh, I, first thing first, man. I uh, I'm a praying man. And yeah. I, come on, man. I, I, come on. I, before before we exit your your podcast man yes sir we, we all need to keep you in prayer yes sir keep this podcast going but i yes, want sir. you to end your podcast man with a prayer for yeah. all the viewers that's, yeah. that's watching this this episode yeah 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 hey man i i love it i love it hey you know me man i, I ain't nothing to it but to do it father god we honor you tonight we thank you tonight we magnify and we glorify you thank you for you showing up and being in the midst of this podcast thank you for the words and the nuggets that you we've heard tonight thank you that the words that have been spoken tonight won't fall on deaf ears thank you that somebody is getting reassured tonight on this podcast that trust can take place thank you father god for the for the information that we received on tonight. Thank you, Father God, that somebody has a better understanding of law enforcement. Thank you, Father God, for the law enforcement, Father God, that have truly embraced and do and received the call to serve and protect. God, we ask you to cover those now. Cover them around every city. Cover them around every state. Cover them around every nation, Father God. God, I thank you for our brother tonight, Father God. Thank you for his obedience. Thank you, Father God, for him stopping by, Father God, and downloading and pouring into us. We pray, Father God, that you will cover and protect him. We pray, Father God, that he will lack no good thing. We pray, Father God, that abundance shall be his portion. We pray, Father God, that your good hand will remain on his life. We thank you, Father God, for doors opening in his favor. We thank you, Father God, that you don't have him on the front line by incident or by accident, but that, God, you have him on the front line for purpose. You have him on the front line, Father God, not just as a with a, with a police badge, Father God, but with your heavenly badge, with your glory badge, with your anointing badge, Father God. And God, we thank you now, Father God, for his life. We thank you now, Father God, for him being one of the ones, Father God, that we can trust, Father God, for him being one of the ones that's truly called to serve and protect. We honor you tonight, God. And God, we pray even now that you will get the glory from this podcast. We pray even now that somebody has a better understanding, Father God, 
God, of law enforcement, Father God, when it comes, Father God, to them, Father God, and those in the street, God. God, we know that their job is not easy. We know that, Father God, it's weighty. We know, Father God, that they put their lives on the line, God, every day that they leave their household, God. So, God, while they're away from their homes, protect their families, protect their loved ones, cover their children, God, in the name of Jesus. And, God, we're asking you now, Father God, for less, Father God, SO moments or OS moments, Father God, and more moments, Father God, to just uh, represent you and to represent, Father God, what that badge truly means. God, we thank you and we honor you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Ha, 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 ha. Listen, brother, thank you so very much. I honor, I am so, so honored that you jumped on tonight to be a special guest. And I just want to say, I truly, 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 truly appreciate it. I truly, truly, truly am grateful to some of the stuff that you shared with us tonight, not just from uh, a man of God point of view, but from a law enforcement point of view. I think that we can take with us and, and just kind of feel a little better. You know, we can't change the George Floyd situation. We can't, you know, undo what's already been done, but we can just kind of just, we can stand in hope. We can stand in belief that, you know what I'm saying, change is going to come, change is happening. You know, like you said, it didn't happen by incident or by accident. You know what I'm saying? It had to happen. Unfortunately, we had to see it as much as it hurt, as much as it didn't feel comfortable, as much as we cried, as much as we had to protest. You know what I'm saying? But we believe and we think that change will come from it. Right. The thing about that is, Kev, is that we know it's gonna be a it's gonna be another situation in another situation in another situation in another situation uh those are things that is, is we can't stop the only thing that that's going to defeat that is if we actually get people to start having compassion yeah. sympathy Empathy and seeing things through the same lenses and actually saying, you know, that was not right. We actually need to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until then, I mean, you're still going to fight uh, the, the battle of good and evil, but we mm -hmm. can't let evil prevail no matter how bad it gets with anybody. We can't let evil prevail. Yeah, so, so true. But again, man, thank you. I want to thank you again. I'm going to let you go. And man, I'll be talking to you soon. Have a good night, my brother. I'll be seeing you, brother. Thank you again. All right. All right. No problem. Listen. And listen, 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 listen. Now, show went a little over tonight, but I don't make no apologies. I think that it was something. This show tonight was was phenomenal. This show tonight was was uh, mind blowing, and I pray that you're taking something with it. I pray that something was said that will, will enlighten you. You know, I want to uh, close the show with my B Tech moment. Y'all always know, you know, I have a B Tech moment, and it's just free. You know, I call it B-Take moment. It's just free game from Coach B that you can take with you, okay? And it says, it's crazy for us to think things can change if they remain the same. Change can only change when we accept the fact to change. You won't change? Let change begin with you. Listen, this concludes our show for tonight episode three man cave podcast with coach b for those that before i get out of here i want to congratulate our daughter that's going to be graduating this saturday tomorrow as a matter of fact woo, she'll be graduating from high school yes and we can't wait to yell and we can't wait to cheer and we can't wait 
to scream and holler for her and then to celebrate her for those that are getting ready to graduate from elementary school, middle school, high school, college, wherever you're getting ready to graduate, if you have a loved one or if you yourself is congratulating, from Man Cave Podcast with Coach B, we want to say congratulations, everybody. Have a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend and Memorial Day. Listen, I'll see you right here next Friday, 7.30 Central Standard Time. And we're going to close the show out with a little Marvin Gaye in the city blues. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much for watching tonight. I'll see you next week. Peace.